welcome to the Sports for Beginners podcast, where we discuss everything and anything in the world of sports media. This is the post-game show with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. Remember, fans, whenever or before they drop the puck, before they throw first pitch, before we tip off, and before, or before they kick off, we bring to you the post, the pre-game show, and then the post-game show follows right afterwards. Now, let's get to your host, Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners studio. Buffalo Bills bounce back from back-to-back losses to the New York Jets and to Dalvin Cook in the Minnesota Vikings, who are currently playing as we speak. But they bounce back after having to undergo quite an interesting week getting prepared to play the Cleveland Browns. We're breaking it all down today as we get started with our recap on our podcast. This is Sports for Beginners, the podcast, with your host, myself, Scott McGregor. Welcome in, Buffalo fans. Welcome in, Cleveland Brown fans, to the Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns post-game show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Let's get Let's not waste any time here. We're going to be waiting on a, um, the post-game. We're going to be waiting on post-game reaction from both sides of the ball. But while we wait here, let's not waste any time. And get right to our highlights that we have on the show. A reminder, we're hearing from both the Cleveland side and the Bills side of the ball. So with that all being said, here is today's highlights from today's game. Anthony Schwartz goes in motion on first down. set to the air, checks it down to Chuck. Chuck with a nice cutback and has a first down and more. Matt Milano makes the tackle at the 42. Parts of Highmark Stadium that they did bring with them to Detroit, including the Horn. Third and 11, Brissett under pressure. Steps up, he's going to keep it. 
has some room up the middle. Across midfield, he's got the first down. What a run by Jacoby Brissett. Play clock at two. Brissett on the slant to Amari Cooper. He's got a first down. To the 21, a gain of 17. Taron Johnson on the tackle. So far, Chubb has four carries for minus one. A pass here for Seth. Looking deep for the end zone. Has a man down there and it's caught. Cooper with the touchdown. Lingering around that line of scrimmage, a bunch of guys. Allen on the move. Chase and will throw this one away. So a three and out by Buffalo. Left-footed punter. Puts this one away. Hines comes up to the 40-yard line. Hines at midfield. Hines still going, trying to get down the sideline. And a nice return by Naheem Hines. Allen has plenty of time. Over the middle, looking for Davis, and he could not hold on. Now, it's a good throw by Allen. Davis could not bring it in. Here's Tyler Bass for a 42-yard field goal, and it's good. Kobe Brissett leads the NFL in first quarter completion percentage. Trying to add to that total here. He does with Chubb. Room to run. Blockers ahead. Chubb into Bills territory. And finally stopped at the 39. That's how condensed it was for Buffalo this week between the illness and the storm. Shaw breaking tackles. First down to the 25. Brissett over the middle. Cooper at the 10. And it's first and goal, Cleveland. Cooper matched up with Dane Jackson. Brissett to the end zone, incomplete. Farrell Brown could not hold on. And it's fourth down. Out comes the kicker, Cade York. So instead, it's York for a 32-yard field goal. Out of the hold of Bajorquez. And Cade York, the rookie, is good. Singletary in at running back. Garrett is coming. Allen in trouble. Allen goes down. Miles Garrett with the sack. Kareem Hunt at running back. Set quick pass. Samari Cooper. And Cooper with the extra effort after the catch. Feels like that motivated Cleveland this week to come out and do a better job up front. Set connects with Peoples Jones, who's caught by Dane Jackson. Second and four. Some room and he finds a first down. Percent dropped the football. Bills say they have it, and they do. In 10. Allen to Knox makes the catch at midfield, cuts it up, and he's got a first down to get into Derek's car. First and ten, here's Cook. Delayed handoff with room. First down for James Cook. A 17-yard run for the rookie out of Georgia. Still no targets for Stephon Diggs. He's at the bottom of your screen, matched up with Greedy Williams. Allen throwing right, incomplete. And Bass is good. Third down and four. Brissett taking a shot down the sideline. Cooper has it. 
Gabe Jackson did not turn around in time. Bring an extra blocker over to chip on Von Miller before he goes out in his route. Kareem Hunt. Brissett looking for Cooper again. Along the sideline, he was out of bounds. Allen takes the check down instead. There's Knox. And Knox does he get out of bounds. Very quiet here at Ford Field. Allen trying to bring the Bills fans to life, and he's got Gabe Davis for a catch. Second down and three. Allen. He's going to take off and run. At the 20, he's got the first down and gets out of bounds. First and 10. Allen. To Davis. And Sean McDermott running down the sideline to call timeout. Allen, Singletary at the five. He's got the first down. It's first and goal for Buffalo, and Sean McDermott calls his final timeout. Allen fires to the end zone. Wide open touchdown. And there he is, Stephon Diggs. All right, we'll be back to the highlights in just a second, but what a catch by Stephon Diggs. What a catch by Stephon Diggs to, to give the Bills the lead. He was waiting for a chance to be connected with, and he finally got it. And at that point in time, you knew Stefan was going to get the ball, and he did not mistake himself. There's a lot to look forward to here. We're going to talk about the game in just a second here, but while we're looking at an ad here as we get, um, as we get closer to the end of the highlights here, Wow, just the Bills come out a little slow here, but then it quickly picks up. Wow, this is just an interesting uh, game. All right, I'm feeling some more highlights. How about you? I'm feeling some more highlights. So let's get back to those. Amari Cooper, six catches in the touchdown in the first half. On first down, Josh Allen rolling right. Throws on the run and squeezes one in for a first down to Diggs. And any second half earlier, especially over the last three weeks. Third down and one, a pitch to Cook. Following Deion Dawkins, who's got the first down and more. Down the sideline and out of bounds. Get it into better field goal range for their kicker on third and 22. Allen to Knox at the 40. Spun down at the 39-yard line. Nice play by Ronnie Harrison. This would be a season long from 56 yards away. And the kick is good. Third down and three. And Amari Kubis picked up a couple of those third downs with throws directly to him. Brissett, and he's got his man for a first down. That's Harrison Bryant. Tackle made by Tyrell Dotson, but the Browns moved the chain. On first and ten. Pressure's coming. Brissett gets rid of it to Hunt. Brissett took a shot, but Hunt is able to scamper for ten yards. Brissett just got that out in the nick of time. Jack Lawson. 
can return to the field in two weeks in Houston. Here's Chubb up the middle. Chubb slipping tackles. Nick Chubb very close to a first down before he was finally brought down by Jordan Boyer. Cutbacks against the Browns going quickly. Brissett is thrown back. Jordan Phillips on third and one. Field goal will be easy, but let's see if we can get it the hard way. Brissett trying to do the same thing. Some pushback again. Shaq Lawson leading the charge. And it's going to come down to the spot. But he appeared to be short. Now the spot did not look like he gave it to him. So we'll, get, we'll probably get a measurement in addition to this. Oh, look at that. No measurement at all. Pointing first down for the Buffalo Bills. This comes up with a stop on fourth and one, and they take over in their own end. Allen on first down throws and completes it to Gabe Davis. And a penalty marker is down as Allen took a shot on the release from Tommy Togiai. Allen through the air again. He's got Knox at the 20. And Knox is down, or was he, as the ball came out. Quick decision, Knox was down. Buffalo football, first and ten. Singletary up the middle, at the ten, five, and down at the four. First and goal, Buffalo. Singletary, and he's going to walk it in for a touchdown. So the Browns can't convert on coming for set steps up throws on the run incomplete in the direction of Amari Cooper but it's fourth down at 11 and Cade York will come out
going up against a left tackle. Kareem Hunt is going to try and chip him before he goes out. Karen Johnson coming out of blitz, and from the other side, it's Milano. Brissett saw Johnson coming. He did not see Milano, who picks up his first sack of the year. Where they haven't been able to come through and score points when they needed to, it's put a lot of stress on the defense in this ballgame. Davis makes the reception right at the stick. We'll see where they mark it. Gabe Davis with his fifth catch today. And Amanda struggling again in the run game. 135 yards rushing for Buffalo. Singletary adding to that total here. Another first down run. Caught by Owusu Koromoa. But an 18-yard pickup for Singletary. Allen pulls it back. Fires over the middle. Caught for a first down. And Diggs is still going. Down to the 10, Denzel Ward on the tackle after a gain of 20. Third and goal for Buffalo. Allen to the end zone for Diggs, and it's incomplete. And three more for Buffalo. Fourth and five. Oliver may have jumped. No flag, though. Brissett is chased. Throws on the run and completes it for a first down to Bell. Heck of a job by Jacoby Brissett. Here's Hunt. He's got some room on the right side. Stiff arm at midfield and gets to the 48-yard line. Here, he could be standing on the sideline drinking Gatorade. He's out there going after quarterback. He's going to replay two double teams. Second and ten for a second. Rid of it. Brian is open, and he's got a Cleveland first down. Third down back. Philly 17, Indy 16. Back to the game. And a deep pass down the field for Peoples-Jones. Is he inbounds? Yes. What a catch by Donovan Peoples-Jones. And it's first and goal for the Browns. By Peoples-Jones. First and goal. For a set to the end zone for Cooper, and he's got it for his second touchdown of the day. That's his first catch of the second half after he had six for 91 in the first half. An extra point would have made it a touchdown two-point conversion and field goal. It's an interesting decision here by Stefanski. And Brissett to the corner, juggled, and held on to. But the hat is off. Well, one official says it's good. The other one hasn't signaled and took his hat off. And, and now a flag, flag is down. Yep. No legal touching, probably. To try and kick a spinner. So he kicks one end of the ball, and that ball spins around. And right there is Terrell Bernard. Three guys out of the box with the three wide receivers. If you get past the second level, now you got guys at regular linebacker depth right there. Here's Singletary. Some room up the middle. Two to 20 and still going. And a first down run as we check in with Amanda. Third down and nine with the play clock down to three. And Allen keeps it. Fakes the throw. Nowhere to go, and wisely he goes down. Bass hit six two years ago, and Steve Christie also had six back in 1996. And there it is, field goal number six for Tyler Bass. 1.30 to go. For 
was set. Looking sideline for Cooper. Nice adjustment and the catch for Amari Cooper. To put his stamp on this game and end the game to be the closer. We're set. Nice catch by Peoples-Jones. No. Are they saying he was out? No, it's a catch and a yeah. good one by Peoples-Jones. It's first and goal for the Browns. Second and goal with 25 seconds to go. Merced has time. Fires and it is caught for a touchdown. Donovan Peoples-Jones, the Detroit native who played collegiately at Michigan, calls in his first touchdown of the season. Bounces, Gabe Davis lost it, and it's a scramble for it out of bounds. Ronnie Harrison had a great chance for Cleveland to come up with that one and could not secure it. And it's Buffalo football. Heads-up play by a member of the Bills special teams. And now all Josh Allen has to do is take a knee. What a week for the Buffalo Bills. And their fans and families back in western New York. But as Sean McDermott told us last night, this is what we do. We're the this is what we do. Well, the Bills certainly did what they do. And they take down the Cleveland Browns 31 to 22. 31 to 23 is your final. I I correct myself. I quickly correct myself there. We still don't have any um post-game reaction from the head coaches or from or from the or from players, but we will probably have that in due time. While we continue with our first segment of the post-game show, let's take a look at the ball. Let's take a look at the ball game ourselves. Shall we? I think we shall. So as I said here, we're still waiting for some press conference uh, availability that we can get to. But uh, let, but while we do, we'll wait for the we'll wait for it all. So the Bills are down seven to three after the first quarter with a touchdown from Cleveland, and then. Tyler Bass with his first field goal of the game. Tyler gets another field goal in the game's second quarter after a field goal from the Browns. And yeah, uh, the Bills had to punt in this game. They did have to punt in this game. Bills do punt in this game. But anyways, I was talking about Bursette. Sorry, not Brissett. I was talking about the kicker and Bass. Bass gets two more. Bass gets two more. Try. He gets two more. Or he gets a few more of those good stuff. Including the touchdown to Diggs. But his second field goal came after the touchdown. And the field goal from Cleveland after he had made his first field goal. And then field goal touch. 
field goal after the touchdown to send us into half with the Bills leading. 13 to 10 was the score, I do believe, at the half. The Bills score a couple of good plays, but they don't get. But this was a play here that I think you're all going to like. Daquan Jones breaks up a field goal for the Buffalo Bills after a touch around this time at 141 to go. He breaks up the field goal attempt after it becomes 22 after after the field goal attempt from Tyler Bass makes it 22-10 Buffalo. Yeah, 22-10 Buffalo. I do believe that's when it happened. Because it was about 1 minute and 41 seconds. And Daquan Jones says no to this touchdown. Or sorry, to this field goal. Leading to a touchdown from Devin Singletary later. Then a no-huddle touchdown after a field goal. In the fourth quarter from Tyler Bass. Brissett goes to Cooper for a touchdown. And then he goes to Peoples Jones after Bass makes another field goal. And you would think that the game is over. But technically it is at this point, with the Bills leading thirty-one to thirty-one to sixteen off of that thirty-nine yard field goal goal thirty-nine yard field goal attempt from Tyler Bass, but they end up winning the game 31-23 is the final score. Bills get two field goals. They went up 25-25. They went up 25-10 with a 49-yarder from Bass and then a 28-yard field goal. Then a touchdown. And then of course one more touchdown from the from the Browns. But both of these teams fail to complete on a to complete passes on two point conversions. Now I was talking about a play. Where, da where Daquan Jones just says no. And I'm going to tell you about that right now. First of all, I don't like the decision to go for it. I don't like the decision to go for it. For going for two. From the Buffalo Bills. Because it could not. Because it did not go the way that they wanted it to. Like it did not end up the way they wanted to. But let me just say this. The Buffalo Bills get out of the, 
get out of trouble blocking a field goal and then they block a field goal on fourth and ten in Buffalo territory from the rook from York. He tries to get one, but Daquan, but Daquan Jones says no. And that left the score at 10-25 Buffalo. So yeah, 25-10 Buffalo. Excuse me if I mistake myself there, but wow. I mean, what a game by the Buffalo Bills. What a game by the Browns. Let's look at the team stats here before we go to anything else uh, going into our second segment where we are probably going to be able to hear from head coaches and players as they become available. Uh, that's coming courtesy of YouTube.com uh, slash Brown slash so it shouldn't be long now before we actually have some post-game stuff from the Bills or the or the Browns. We should have that soon. If you're listening to if you're listening to the Buffalo Bills, if you're listening to Buffalo Bills post-game on if you're listening to the post-game on the Facebook Live, we will have some of those interviews that uh, were taking place on Bills Live, on the Facebook Live for the Bills. Anyways, let's take a look at this ball game. The, the Buffalo Bills have go for a total yardage of 357 yards this game. They go for they go passing for 186 yards. Cleveland had 396 total yards, but they had 316 yards passing, 80 yards rushing, and the Bills 171 yards rushing. 6 yards per play. For both sides of the for both sides of the ball points scored. Of course, that's basically the final score there. 23 20. So 20 uh 31 31, excuse me, to 23 Buffalo. The only fumble lost here belongs to the Cleveland Browns. Nobody threw no team threw an interception. Cleveland was sacked once, Buffalo sacked twice. So that pretty much means that Jacoby Brissett was only sacked once in terms of his his offense, and Buffalo sacked. Buffalo only allowed two sacks to Josh Allen. Buffalo was twenty seven percent of field of third down conversions, thirty six percent for the Cleveland Browns. Buffalo had the ball for 28 minutes and 38 seconds. They had eight penalties. Cleveland had the ball for 31 minutes and 22 seconds. 
And they had six penalties. Alrighty. How about we take a breather and we'll come back with some player reactions, coaches reactions. Uh, we will do we will do game balls. Uh, I already mentioned the play of the game already, which I probably will mention if you are looking for highlights on my uh, Instagram. I have those coming for you. I have a post game post coming for you as well. Um, but in all honesty. There is a lot that's coming. We will check back with you after a quick, quick break. But before we go, I want to remind everybody, especially Penn fans who are probably listening to this podcast at this time, we will be recapping the Blackhawks and the Penguins final after it goes final. And that will be getting out to you on Monday. This might actually drop before we, before the night ends on Monday, uh, before the night ends on Sunday. So if you are going to check out Sunday night football, please, please enjoy the football game. That's going to do it for this segment of this show. We will be back with Game Balls, player of the game. And some post game reaction. And our third segment, we will look ahead to what's coming up for the Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns. And we will also take a look around the league as we wrap up our show on that note. It continues in just a few minutes when we continue on Sports for Beginners. Yes, we will take a break and we'll be right back to the show with Scott McGregor. Post game, pre game, whatever you want to call it, we'll be right back. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out all over the map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com. Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Makes on the ice and behind the benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host 
on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast and join me your host Thomas McGregor but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world on the ice and behind the benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners Podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan, are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. It's time to get back to the action with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. That's Josh Allen and head coach Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills, who we have yet to hear from. We will hear from them post-game, after the game, when it becomes available. We'll hear also from other uh, sides of the Cleveland Browns, and we will hear from the Buffalo Bills other players as well we do have the head coach of the cleveland browns 
up. So let's hear from Kevin Stavansky after the game on his thoughts after this loss. The injury, we'll get an MRI tomorrow. Uh, you know, fought like crazy, but good football team. Credit to Buffalo. Really just disappointed. Um, we feel like we left points on the board. First half, we go first goal, eight. Where was the field goal? Had a fumble. Two quarterback sneaks that get stopped, and, and we're not able to continue our drives. And that's really frustrating because we have to score uh, more points to help this football team. Um, defensively, you know, I thought there was some good. Uh, for the most part, obviously, we got to get some stops. We got to get a takeaway. Didn't have a takeaway in that game. And then special teams, you know, we got a field goal blocked. We have to look at that because um, that's you're taking points off the board there. Uh, we, we just didn't do enough as a team to beat a good team. That's the frustrating part. But um, they fought. Now we just got to finish. And with that, I'll take any questions. Just one thing there I want to mention uh, for fans there. So sorry about that. That was my phone. That was uh, Stefan Diggs celebrating uh, one of his touchdowns during the game today. All right. With that, let's get back to the let's get back to the post game show. So let's get back to hearing from Kevin Stefanski. But just wanted to apologize there. That was my phone going off with something that the Bills posted about Stefan Diggs entering the chat or sorry entered the chat in this case he is actually celebrating some of the some uh he's celebrating that touchdown that he scored during the game all right back to the back to kevin well i think we win and lose as a team that's the truth um, now are there things that we need to do better absolutely yes there are um and we got to find ways to do it do it do them quickly Could be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, impact, yeah, I mean, they have good players and, and that type of thing, but Yelda's given us some really good reps this season. Um, as we all know, th those sneaks, uh, we've been good at them, uh, but to not get two of them, was uh, that was tough. Yeah, I felt like it was short enough that we could should still go. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know, they would tell you that, uh, that's obvious. Um, but we got whatever we do, whatever play we get called, whatever run pass, we, we gotta, we gotta come away with seven points there versus a good football. We can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anytime something like that happens in the red, zone, it's obviously a coverage bust. Um, I know they had uh, a motion, there that uh, obviously our guys in the back end um, didn't do what they're yeah um you know that obviously we, we got put in a two point excuse me two score game there where they were going to lean on the run and and you know we're fitting them uh we're we're doing what we should do uh, execution wise then we just got to get at the point of attack and finish um there were a couple times where if, if you're at the point of attack and you don't finish, they're going to turn into big runs. Um, other times it felt like maybe we weren't gap sound all the way across the board, but we'll look at it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was uh, not good. Uh, we, we, you know, we've been better. We all expect better. It's, it's never one person. Um, we have to run the ball better. Uh, when, when we're not running the ball well, early downs, uh, it, it obviously affects your, your game. It affects you know, your ability to stay in manageable down and distances, second down, those type of things. So we got to look at it and got to get it fixed. Yeah, I just felt like there were missed opportunities, Tony. Um, it's pretty simple. When you get in the red zone versus a good team, you have to come away with seven. We did not. Well, I mean, we have to get a stop. You have to get a stop. Uh, in the second half there on third down. Um, again, things always, when you talk about third down, always go back to how you're performing on first down as well. So uh, we didn't get stops uh, enough in the second half. Um, again, credit to them. I, it's a good football team over there. I, I get that part. And, and I give them credit. They're well coached, uh, but we got to find a way to get off the field. Yeah, you know, first, it's disappointing, you know, obviously. I think our guys uh, wanted, you know, they were looking forward to the challenge of this um, and, and fought there, but we, we just have to finish. You have to finish these games, and we didn't do that. That's the frustrating part, Mary Kay. So, um, you know, good opportunity for us. Uh, just did not come through in the end for the reasons that we've really stated already. Um, but we got to be back on it next week. Got to be back on it next week and be ready to fight another 60 minutes. This game we just had? Yeah, I don't know about that. I think we're in search of a win, Tony, uh, any which way you can get it. Um, I, I know these guys are putting in the effort. Um, we just have to finish football games, and, and it's really frustrating again. Sometimes, and you never know when those plays are coming up, but early in the game, you get down there, you got to score seven. Um, you, get, you have an opportunity for a takeaway. you got you got to get it. So uh, until you do those things, it's, it's hard to get a win in this league, especially against a good team. I don't think so. I think we'll be okay. Got stepped. There he is. There is Kevin Stefanski. We do have other... Guys that we can hear from, from the Cleveland Browns side. So we're going to hear from the quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. Um, and while we hear from Jacoby, again, we're still awaiting on the Buffalo side. So we also will hear from Miles Garrett. But we are awaiting on the, bu on the Buffalo side. We are awaiting news, or rather, we are awaiting post-game reaction from the Bills. We got Garrett and we got Brissett on on the Brown side. So, so you know what? What we're gonna do is we're gonna hear from Jacoby. We'll hear from Miles, and then we will get we will do the game balls. 
we'll do player of the game as well and we will hopefully have some bills content by then but if not we will take a break and prior to the end of our third and final segment when we look ahead we will hear from the buffalo bills side of the football we already heard them earlier uh as we were coming back from the commercial break we heard the victory speech from sean mcdermott and and uh josh allen and basically it was simple to the point because guess what guess what bills mafia guess what fans the buffalo bills are staying in detroit they are not moving back to buffalo and then coming back to detroit they are staying in buffalo because they gotta get ready for thursday when they take on the detroit lions and I'm going to have a pre-game and post-game show for you prior to the game. It all gets started at it all gets started Wednesday. Um just before I get just before I get busy on a personal side, we will get it started after I get actually you know what we might get it started on Tuesday just to just for the sake of my busy for the sake of a busy schedule that I have personally. Uh, but anyways, we will be getting that started before or and have it released before the Bills and the Lions kick off at 1230. And we'll get more into that in a little bit in our final segment. But let's hear from Jacoby. Let's hear from Miles. We're starting with Jacoby. And that will lead us to Miles Garrett after the game. Hopefully we get some Buffalo stuff in just a moment or two. But after Jacoby and Miles, we will hear from, for the Buffalo Bills, we will hear from, hopefully, their side of the ball. All right, here he is. Here is Jacoby Brissett after the game. Uh no. Uh, just in, just gotta be better in a couple of. Uh, first one. Uh, I just didn't get a good read on it. Second, uh, thought I got it. Didn't get it, so I just gotta find a way to just to get those, you know. Like I, like I always, uh, that was a very key moment. I gotta be better. No, I think Yoda came did a great job. I've short notice, uh, so that's what I thought. Yeah, uh, especially when you get down in the red zone, or especially for uh, the team uh, like that. And uh, then we got down there a couple times. One time, then you know, one time we settled for a field goal, or sometimes maybe had a chance. Uh, got to be better in the situation. Got to find a way. 
execute better, finish better. Uh, and, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, like you said, we started so strong. You know, we felt the energy. Uh, you know, we felt we felt our will being being opposed on them. Uh, and and then, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot. You know, you know that's obviously team. We, uh, we just gotta really hone in uh, into that point in the season where the the margin getting slimmer. Uh, so uh, I know I gotta be better in, in, in those moments. Uh, we have the team. Uh, gotta be better. Uh, we, we we look at it on the sideline. I mean, we're we're, we're looking at a picture. It's us. It's, it's not them. It's us. That's when I'm when I'm. But I mean, obviously they're a good defense. Uh, that's all kind of came out of one. Uh, a lot of it was self self self. Same thing. Uh, you know, our, our mindset was to come in here and fight uh, because we knew it was going to be one, a uh, 60-minute one. Uh, and I don't think that changes. Uh, if anything, it, it we fight harder, we fight longer, uh, and got to figure it out. Yeah, I think those guys, those guys came and played well. Uh, you know, obviously making big plays and. and uh, we obviously called them, called, called on those two guys a lot, uh, and we knew we knew we had an opportunity in, in their secondary to go after them. Uh, those guys answered the call, made a lot of plays. There he is. There is Jacoby Brissett. All right. So now let's hear from Miles Garrett, and we got game ball coming up. So here is. Miles Garrett after the game. We got Miles. Let's see what else we can pick up here from the from the other side of that from the ball from the side of the ball on the. On the Cleveland Browns side, we have Garrett left at this point. So we are awaiting Miles Garrett. Has anything come up for the Buffalo Bills? Maybe we can hear from Sean McDermott. We will see. Oh, we've got Dawkins. We don't have, we don't have anybody else at the moment yet from the Buffalo Bills, but we do have Dion Dawkins. All right, all right. I promised you Garrett. I promised you Miles Garrett. So let me just make sure that we have the volume on here so we can hear Garrett. And all right, here he is, Miles Garrett after the game. Uh, 
I'm pushing. You know, still seven more games. And, you know, things like this move uh, our destiny out of our hands. But we just got to keep on, you know, keep on fighting, keep on going forward. And uh, I'm trying to uh, get in that win column. No, we're not out of it. I mean, if we if we do what we're supposed to and get rolling, then you know, we we still have a way to, to make it. So we just gotta keep that in mind, keep that keep that uh, in the forefront. They were able to find the rhythm running the ball, and uh, they were they were able to get some direct runs and and. Uh, I took advantage of some of the mistakes that we we're making. Yeah, Just disappointed. We're, we're too good of a team to to be uh well, to have this record that we have right now. So well, we just got to be better. And uh, you know, it's it's frustrating, and there's a lot of emotion going out through your head when you let one another one slip away when uh, it's 13 10 going to the locker room, catch momentum, doing well on defense, and then. No, we just don't finish. Gotta stay locked in. That's been our our biggest uh, weakness at this point. Just not not have that attention to detail. Not not focusing and not finishing. You know, those those little things keep on getting us. You know, those penalties. The uh, special teams mistakes that we had and uh, just not being where we're supposed to be, you know, fitting, fitting up the run on defense. And uh, we can't expect the offense to put up 30 every game. You know, we have to be there and do our job. And you know, we've got to be complimentary. Use it. It's an emotional game. Use that frustration. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hone it. You gotta focus in and use it on your opponent. No, no one likes this feeling. And if you don't like it, then, then get rid of it. And there's the only way I know how is to, is to win. a record, but that doesn't have to remain that way. We got seven more games, so we'll see where we are. It's always been the idea. You know, win the next two, but now, but it was really just you know, keep on winning, keep on stacking. And that's still the idea. That's still the mindset. And that's not going to change. And we still feel like we can do so. But, you know, we have to put the preparation and uh, have that level of uh, detail you know, to match that excitement and that, that energy we have with wanting to do it. I mean, it's got to be more of an emphasis on practice. It's been uh, a lack of... Uh, Lack of uh, importance when we go out there and practice, and uh, you know, it's, it's got to be got to be more important to us if we want to we want to force those takeaways in the game. 
and we have goals that we set in practice and we're not reaching them. And uh, I think we have to be better. And I think that's the first start. And you know, once we we start you know, forcing those takeaways like we like we have been in the last you know, couple of years, then we'll see you know some of the results start falling in our favor. Because as good as good as the defense as you know we can play and it can only get better. We can only cover start covering up these mistakes even more if we start taking the ball away before they even get rolled. I'm saying we have goals in practice, and we don't achieve those goals all the time as far as you know, getting getting the uh, strips and, and punch outs and, and things like that. And I think we need to do better with that. No. And I, I feel like we all you know, have that kind of feeling. So, you know, we all know that we've let a couple slip away that we should have won and we've we've you know, shot ourselves in the foot in the foot with you know multiple other selves so just uh, a lot in ourselves and what we need to do better you know we've, we've faced some tough competition and we've, we've hung in there and then you know, for one reason or another we've taken ourselves out the game we allowed the game to get away from us and that's not characteristic characteristic of, of us and in our game and you know, the men that we have in the room Okay, Miles says uh, to a question about the defense for the Cleveland Browns. Has the defense let the team down? No, I don't think so. All right. That's going to do it there for Cleveland side. Let's hear from Deion Dawkins and see if we get anything more from the Buffalo side as we continue here on our first, sorry, our second segment of the show. So, as I get him set up, here we go. Here comes Dion Dawkins. 
We have him through the locker room. One thing I will say before we actually hear from him is there's a quote here in it, and he says, it looked like a home game to me. Let's hear what he fully has to say. After this, after this football game, what do you got for us, Dion? Dion Dawkins. This is Dion Dawkins. This is Dion Dawkins after the game. To play the game and what you guys went through as a team, and how proud of you of the resiliency of the team. You know, uh. A sudden change of events, and uh, even with you know a quick travel here, and you know like sitting like on a plane for a long time. Okay, so we seem to be having some technical difficulties with Dion Dawkins. So what we're going to do here is we are going to replay uh, Dion from the start and see if the audio gets a little bit better. I apologize if you're hearing stuff you already heard, but uh, here we go. A reminder also to CFL fans, it's the Bombers, it's the Argos, it's all now. It all happens right now on TSN. So if you're tuning in to the 109th Grey Cup, Enjoy the football game, everybody. Go Argos. Go Bombers. We'll see who comes out on top. The game and what you guys went through as a team and how proud of you of the resiliency of the team. You know, uh... A sudden change of events and uh, even with, you know, a quick travel here and, you know, like sitting like on a plane for a long time without taking off and, you know, just understanding the process is changing and then when we got here we tried to immediately jump on our you know schedule and our routine as fast as possible and uh helped us get a win but honestly it's it's all praise to all of our ops guys like all of our people like you know ryan and boyko and, and ron and like all of those guys and, and like all of those guys literally like they got it done and we're here and we're here comfortable so. what's the experience like for you getting out of your house staying in the airport yeah, that was a that that was the first, you know, like not being able to drive my own vehicle and having, you know, uh, Ron come walk to my house, literally from up the block where it was paved, and pick me up from my, from my house and me walking from my house all the way up the block to get in a to get in an SUV so they can take me like to the facility. Uh, it was it was it was drastically different, you know, and I would have never thought, but hey. You know, they love us, and we love them, and they came to get us, so we're here to play. So if you ask me, it was like a home game to to, to myself. You know, it, it was nothing but uh, Bills fans here, and uh, and they definitely made their self uh, feel present, you know, with their, with their tone. How long was the Scott Chandler tribute planned at the end of the, after the game there, doing the, the shoveling, going out to the tunnel? Say it again. The Scott Chandler tribute when you're, you're shoveling oh, yeah, to the fans. Yeah, yeah. How long did you plan that? Like, what did that one You know, um, snowman does what snowman does. You know, uh, not to say 
you know, but you plan, but you know, you got to give them their uh, and their gem when when it's gem worthy, you know, and the snow always has something up to sleep. What was different in the run game today? Because you guys were able to really get it moved. You know, it's 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 just a play call, man. Like motor, you know, uh, Cook, they had their mindset that they're going to do it, and we had our, like, mindset that we're going to do it as well. And, you know, it it takes two to tangle, you know, the O-line and then the running back. So we were all on the, on the same page, and... Not to say that those other times we weren't, but you know, it was just it was just a beautiful day. Slow start for the team, and it's been such a weird week. Even like practice was affected. Do you think any of that played a factor, or was there anything you could pinpoint to? Obviously, you got it going. Like literally, it's it's just us just running around and and being free. You know, just understanding that it might not work on the first time, it might not work on the second time, but as long as we just keep doing it over and over and over, you know, it'll eventually hit. It will eventually hit. All right, we're going to take a break. And after that, we'll see if we can get some more Buffalo Bills post-game reaction. We will get to game balls. I, I promise you, we will get to game balls. We will do the player of the game. This segment continues. We have not yet. So even though it looks like we're going on a break, we are not actually going on a break because we will be right back uh, in the same segment. So when we come back after a quick couple of minutes, I will be back with you guys and we will see if we can get some more reaction from the Buffalo Bills. If you're tuning into the Grey Cup, enjoy the football game. If you're tuning in to Sunday Night Football, enjoy the football game. If you're tuning in to the Penguins and the Blackhawks, enjoy the hockey game. We will be right back to finish up the show in just a moment. Game Balls, Player of the Game, and our look around are still coming. We're, we're back in a couple minutes on Sports for Beginners. Welcome back, everybody, to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We did not go on our commercial break. We just took a few moments. Uh, this is our second segment of the show. It will be later brought in. This part of it will be later brought into our first seg to our first part of the segment. Uh, we are going to hear from Sean McDermott, but we also have Josh Allen. We have Tim Settle and Shaq Lawson. Let's hear from our head coach after the game. And a reminder to Penn's fans, the game has just started. We have just dropped the puck. Or in this case, we should just be dropping the puck. In Chicago, it should just be dropping the puck right now. In Chicago, it's the Blackhawks and the Penguins right now. Let's hear now from Sean McDermott. All right, glory to God, man. It's good to come out here and get a win. Uh, I want to say... Um, 
how proud of the players I am and the staff for the work that they put in to get here, first of all, and the performance that, that they uh, put forth today, the effort that they put forth. It wasn't easy. We know it wasn't going to be easy. Um, and then everyone back in Buffalo who helped us get here, uh, how much we appreciate them and, and thankful for them. And um, everyone back in Buffalo who's currently digging out. Again, we're thinking of you guys, and that was for you. So it's great to be Great to be here, great to get the win, and certainly appreciate all the fans from Buffalo that showed up for us here, all the Bills fans and Bills Mafia. With that, I'll take your questions. What's the atmosphere? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was great. I mean, you know, we never know what to expect uh, coming into a neutral site, and, and uh, Bills Mafia stepped up, and we needed them. We needed that, uh, that type of uh, support out here and with the week we went through that we had. and um, But just amazing to even get out here, right, with all the – Team effort, you know, the teamwork that went into the players digging out, the players, you know, we were calling uh, our support team, our development team was calling them and saying, hey, what's your situation? Can you get out of your house? And the players never once said, I can't do it. They just said, what do I need to do? And I think that says a lot about them. How did you get out of your house? Uh, called in a, uh, a bulldozer. Uh, or a front loader, I guess, more specifically, and our plow guy couldn't make it, so we called in, our neighbor called in a um, uh, front loader in order to take the snow out, and then the plow, our, plow, our normal plow guy did come once, but soon after I got off the Zoom with with the, with you guys on, uh, on Friday, I mean, it was pretty cool just talking about not sure what's going to happen, not sure if we're going to be able to get out, and got five, six text messages to my wife, myself, of neighbors, friends saying, hey, whatever you need, we'll be there to help you. That's, that's pretty special. More on that neighborly environment, do you think you're able to, to get out like that if, if, if you're not in Buffalo? I mean, yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm biased, but uh, no. Um, I mean, you call it the city of good neighbors for a reason. I mean, you saw that uh, in full effect on Friday and Saturday, and um, I mean, I went I went out of my house to to go to the facility and uh, picked up Vaughn and Sam, and down the road came came the uh, the big plow, and uh, I think he stopped, you know. To, and we got out, we took a quick picture, and and uh, um, he did a great job, you know, clearing the road so we could get out of the development there. So. Holy Mario, it's a problem. Another problem. Just trying to get here. And getting through it, especially coming off the two losses, it seemed like almost like a galvanizing thing. Your team's close already. Yeah. Do you feel that now coming through this day? Yeah, I mean, when you go through and you share an experience like this, it's um, you know it, it, it can bring, bring a team closer together. Like I mentioned to the team when we got in there yesterday, uh, it was around one o'clock. We had all but about four or five players already, uh, you know, that that were missing. But most of the team was there, and I said, hey, things like this have a tendency to to uh, to bring bring a group closer and, and bring a team together and like I said we were already close but um, just seeing how the guys rallied around it and again like I said there was I got a text from uh, from Kelsey Harkins who's done a great job she's on our development team and she was reaching out to the players each and every player uh, Rachel who also works with us and then uh, Ryan Moore was reaching out to the players and again saying, hey, what's your situation? Can you get out of your house? And you guys have heard the stories of the players literally taking their suitcases with them and walking and, and coaches as well. And I'm sure it's not just players and coaches, it's it's staff. So um, just just a resilient effort and and uh, good to get the win on top of that. Well, early, I felt the first couple of possessions, almost like a run game kind of settled you guys into a little bit of a rhythm. 
Yeah, very impressed by the way we ran the football. Uh, I think both backs had close to, what, 80 yards or 80-plus yards there, so that was good to watch. They were running hard, taking care of the football. Um, good to watch our offensive line go to work like they did. Was that the difference between, like, the kind of sluggish start and scoring eight or nine possessions, I think? Well, I just think, I think we got into a good rhythm. Um, so a little bit off early in the first quarter. Um, with some things there, and it was good to kind of get settled in and, and get into a rhythm. And I think we got some points, I think, on six or seven of the last drives of the game there, which is good to see. Seven. Thanks. Matt's performance today, especially not having Jermaine just went a long time. Yeah, we felt him out there. You know, he showed up, made some plays, was physical. Uh, and, and good to have Jordan Poyer back as well from a leadership standpoint. He was physical. I mean, those guys are so intense. Um, it's just fun to watch. Coach, were you and Leslie swapping some play calling through? No. No? No. It's hard to know. On his way back to the locker room, Stephon Diggs, back on track. Do you share his, his sentiment with that? Yeah, I mean, it was good to, good to get a win. It's hard to win in this league. So um, we'll be back here in X amount of days So uh, for Thanksgiving here. So got a short week, got to get a rest and, and turn around and come right back. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, the operation, first of all, the protection up front to give him the time and the, and the window he needs uh, was big for us. And I mean, he's just he just continues to grow and get better each and every week. Players in the locker room are talking about the percentages, like they do 80% for set sneak in third, fourth down. Yeah. I mean, how does it? How gratifying is it to you? Not only the execution, but they know what's coming based on film stuff. Yeah, that's preparation, right? Preparation at its finest. You watched it. I watched it over and over all week, and um, I mean, no one was stopping him. He's a big, big guy and strong, and. And they do a good job. Coach Stefanski does a good job of changing the looks and, and quick counting at times. And I mean, our guys two plays in a row stood up and did a great job. Big job has been great, you know, and you knew it's a challenge. 14 carries, 19 yards. What's that say about you? Yeah, did a great job consistently being in their gaps where they're supposed to be. Hand violence, great fundamental football, and um, you know, so a lot of good things there, but still, still much to clean up. Josh's elbow. Um, what is your thought on that? Yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Thank there, you. Was there any thought of staying here for a few nights? Uh, we talked about it. Yeah, I just, you know, I want to get the guys some some quality rest and um, get in their own beds tonight. We've, you know, fortunately get in, get in, get out of here at a decent time and get them home and settled. You know, everything happened so fast with, with Thursday into Friday and Friday into Saturday and just trying to find a way to get out of there, uh, out of Buffalo and, and here for the game. So, um, but, you know, I think there's value in guys staying, staying at home and uh, sleeping in their own beds a couple nights here. All righty. There is Sean. There is Sean McDermott, head coach of the Buffalo Bills. I mentioned we have Josh Allen. We have Tim Siddle. Siddle. So let's hear from Tim. We got Shaq. We got Shaq Lawson. We're going to hear from Shaq. We're going to hear from Josh. That will wrap up our second segment. For good. And we'll get to game balls. We'll get to game balls. We'll get to our player of the game. 
we will get to <clears throat> we will get to the look ahead after our player of the after our player of the game part of our second segment and our game balls part of the second segment by now everybody or by now the final games as we actually look ahead here before I give you Tim Settle uh the Bengals are leading the Steelers 34-23 KC and LA get going at 8:20 and it looks like Dallas is going to beat the Minnesota Vikings 40 to 3 it looks like uh, we'll have to check back and see what the final score there is. Earlier in overtime, the the Raiders defeated the Denver Broncos. And that final score was 22-16. Currently in action, when we look at football, we look at the CFL. It's the... It's the Blue Bombers and it's the Argos. They are in action right now, and now the Argos are trailing seven to four in the second quarter to the Blue Bombers. All right, that's a look at what's really going on right now in the CFL and what's going on in our and what's going on in the NFL. So let's not waste any more time. Here is Tim Siddle. Shaq Lawson, we got Josh Allen. We're going to hear from Josh first before we get to Shaq. And that will 
wrap up our segment. But before we do, you know what? Let's do game balls and get it out of the way here. We'll do player of the game in our final segment, our where we also look ahead to what's coming up for the Bills and the Browns. I know I teased it earlier in the show. The Browns are, sorry, the Bills are going for the, are going to stay where they are, and they are going to be the roadside this time against the Lions next week on Thursday. On Thursday, We'll talk about what's coming up for the Browns, but before we get to Josh Allen, We'll do a game ball. So the first game ball is going to go to Tyler Bass of the Buffalo Bills. He was good when it came to kicking. And he was 6 of 6 from field goal range. Making all 6 of his field goals. His longest was 56 yards. For the Cleveland Browns, the player of, sorry, not the player of the game, the game ball is going to go to Jacoby Brissett. Three touchdowns, no picks, 324 yards, 28 of 41. He did not. So he looked good, but he did not, but he was not as accurate on his passes. 28 of 41. Josh Allen, just a quick thing here, was 18 of 27 and had 197 yards passing. One touchdown in the game for Josh passing. He also was in, was on the ground and he rushed for seven yards in three attempts. No touchdowns. Singletary had one touchdown, 86 yards, and 18 carries. And was averaging, uh, he was averaging 4.8 a carry. 4.8 yards a carry. All right. I promised you, Josh Allen, I promised you Jack Lawson. So here they are. First, we'll hear from Josh. Uh, just the adversity of all that you guys went through as a team the last few days. Yeah, obviously a lot of a lot of moving parts. Um, a lot of stuff behind the scenes that no one will see or understand. And I you know, wanted to shout out a few people in our team meeting right now. Um, you know, Kelsey, Ryan, Ron Rakuya, I mean, Derek Boyko, the whole staff. I mean, I, that's, that took a, a whole organization to be able to switch twist the game plan that fast and, and get us here and you know the, the neighbors and, and the good people of Buffalo helping teammates you know dig out of their driveways and allowing them to get their cars out so they can make it to the facility so we can get on the plane to come here so um obviously crazy week didn't practice Friday you know uh, small practice Wednesday with some guys out but not your typical uh, typical week but um got some resilient guys on this team guys that care about each other do things the right way and, uh, you know, we play again here in, in four days, so we got to get home, make sure we get some rest, um, recover the way we need to recover, and be ready to go again. came out throwing the first couple of possessions, and then it seemed like you guys were working more run calls in there as you went along, and it seemed to kind of bear fruit for you. Yeah, I mean, I, Devin and, and James both ran the ball well, and it's credit to our guys up front, uh, making those holes for them. Um, 
Yeah, if we, if we can run it like that, I mean, we're going to continue to run it. Um, that's no secret. Up to that point, you had not the longest step. You get it right beforehand, get the touchdown. Talk about that play, not just the seven points, but the meaning of getting that, getting it to him, getting it in the end zone right beforehand. Well, again, we, we, we're, I'm not looking someone's way specifically. Um, I'm, you know, we get the play call, and I'm just trying to find the right guy to throw it to. And, um, you know, he did a great job of understanding his assignment and, and found a way to score there. But, you know, for us to score right before the half, given, you know, how we were performing up to that point, um, and then getting the ball in the second half for the first time, I think, all year, and being able to double dip and get some points there. Obviously, we'd like to score a touchdown. We feel like we hurt ourselves a lot tonight uh, in terms of penalties and just kind of a little mistake. So lots of cleanup. Um, you know, the, the feeling that we have right now, we, we still don't feel like we played very well. Um, but it goes to show you, playing smart football, we put up 31 points and, and didn't didn't play up to our standard. Yeah, potentially. Um, you know, Dorsey called a called a good one there. Um, and again, guys trusted their assignments. Um, just trusting what I saw and stuff got open. I feel like in that two-minute drill there at the end of the first half that you found a bit bit more of a rhythm than what you had. To for that sure, point. for sure. Um, again, understanding. You know, what we're trying to do, you know, anytime we defer, you know, scoring before the half is probably the biggest thing of the game. And then coming out in the second half, trying to get more points. And that's a way you can really help yourself out, especially starting the way we did. So, um, you know, it's just situational football and just trusting what Coach McDermott preaches and just going out there and executing. Uh, it seemed like Olusukor Moa took a shot at your elbow. What did you see on that? What was your reaction? Uh, you probably saw my reaction. Um, it's football. It happens. John, you guys certainly don't need extra motivation or anything. It's the NFL. But when you consider everything the team went through this week, random strangers digging out players, staff members coming in the snow, does that play into Are you thinking about that at all as you're on the field? Like, man, we've really got to get this one. Um, I mean, we easily could have folded and, and allowed it to be an excuse for us. Um, but, again, trusting the guys that we have in this locker room that are true professionals that do things the right way. Um, we're just trying to trying to win a football game. That's our, our mindset and our goal every time we step out in the field. Um, you know, unfortunately, we got it done today. The odd nature of the game, I mean, it's your home game, and they're trying to have some sights and sounds, but you hear, you know, the dog pound, and, you know, a lot of Cleveland fans here, can get all, they all appreciate that or take a second to it. I mean, again, I credit to, to both fans, I guess, for getting up here, but um, obviously Bill's Mafia, you know, for what, what they were going through, too, I mean, they were probably digging themselves out of snow so they can drive four and a half hours to get here. So we really appreciate our fan base. Um, and I can honestly say we couldn't have done it without them uh, this week. It, it took a lot of moving hands and, and moving parts. I just sounded a bit earlier, but how big was it to get Devin and James going the way that they did today? It's huge. Um, you know, understanding the game plan of, you know, um, what we were trying to do. They found holes, man, and our offensive line locked their tails off. Um, so again, that's going to, that's going to help us out going forward. And, you know, we can continue to utilize our run game and it be successful for us. Um, keep running it. Did you guys have to shave down the game plan at all in light of the, less, the lesser practice time this week? Or did we have, like, we no, I mean, it, 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 we've, we've got, we got a lot of calls in. Uh, we got smart guys that understand their assignment. Um, and when you have, you know, that those two combination of things with the guys we have, you're, you're able to call really whatever you want. And, you know, credit to Dorsey for... Uh, sticking to the game plan today. How were you personally able to able to get out of your house and get get to the facility? Yeah, Squirrel, uh, Squirrel, and Mark Braun. They came with a big old tractor and um, you know dug me out. I had a lane about this big and 
you know, the radars in my car were beeping the entire way down my driveway because it felt like I was about to hit something. Um, so it'll be, I'm sure it's going to be like that for a while. Um, I guess we'll have to AP on that, uh, figure out a way to figure it out a way. Squirrel's about to become famous in Buffalo. He should be. Yeah, he's the man. Last class that you took was that, um, you know, just not wanting to force it there, kind of risk reward maybe after some recent turnaround. Yeah, I mean, the surrender situation, understanding, you know, we got to get the clock to continue to run. I think it got to the two minute there. Um, so throw away or a incompletion um, really does no good for us there. It probably does more harm than good. So just being smart and taking one for the team. Uh, kind of tone setter there with some of the retainers mm -hmm. with the drive starts. Oh, it's it huge for us. Um, especially, again, that first quarter, you know, it didn't really move the ball um, that well early on, but for him to get that, that return and get us into field goal range, um, you know, that's, that's a weapon right there, and he's going to continue to get into this offense as he, as he learns more, and uh, hopefully we can utilize him the way we need to utilize him, because he is a guy some game breaking speed there. How close was today's game to a typical home environment for him? Um, I mean, it, it was fairly close. I thought, you know, Bills Mafia packed the stadium pretty well. They were, they were really loud. It forced them to go on silent, I think, most of the game. Um, so that's always a plus. Thank you, guys. There he is, Josh Allen, your quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. All right, here comes Shaq Lawson. We've done game balls. We'll do player of the game when we come back. And this time I might mean it. We actually are going to go on break this time. When we come back, we are talking about game. We are talking player of the game. We are talking what's coming up for the Bills and the Browns. And also, quick update here. A shout out to Evgeny Malkin. Playing in his 1,000th career game. For the NHL as a Pittsburgh Penguin. So shout out to Malkin fans. Shout out to Evgeny Malkin. Uh, the game is underway right now as we speak. And currently the Penguins are leading 1-0. I'm going to join that game in a little bit. And I'll be here to recap that game when it goes final. So make sure Pens, make sure Pens fans you stay, you stay tuned for that. Um, but anyways. Bills and Browns fans, here is the last person we're going to hear from today, Jack Lawson from the Buffalo Bills side. Two weeks in a row, fourth and one. Almost the same play, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a little different. Uh, this time out, last time I had like a little tight like end. I told myself before the game, trying to set the tempo. Like, whatever I do, I bring energy. I'm just trying to bring energy to set the tempo. I'm just telling everybody. Well, how much did that just will unfortunately work? So we just got to have it, you know? Uh, it's like you said, the last couple weeks, we just got to have it. Start off playing with Big Phil, knocking him back. Then me on the other end, everybody up front pushing. And telling the clock, man, with the game online, I want to be in there. Like, I want to be in there. Sounds like that. Run defense from outsiders past couple weeks. Nick Chubb, Stark, give the best league. Shut them down. How do that? Uh, set edges from five technique from the one to the three up front. We all set edges, and then we let our linebackers eat. Man, it, it was just like, like we had one D line called called Chuck Heavy. Chuck Heavy cigarettes going down, just just filling the gaps. But I mean, we just 
Bro, I've been uh, working on my run defense. We'll say, uh, two, we've been studying as studies on Wednesday, studying runs. So that's just been the last couple of weeks. That's just all it is. For everything that happened this week, to see this many Bills fans come out here to Detroit, what was that like for you guys? Hey, man, you got to give them all respect, man. That's, that's, that's true love, you know. They travel, all that snow. And that's true love. I mean, can't get no better than that. No best fans, no other better fans than the Bills. Thanks for my neighbor. I had them get them out. Hey, they, they, they shoved me out. Off the school. I'm hungry. Yeah, they, they looked out for me, my neighbor. Absolutely not, sir. No. I had a little incident my rookie year when I was driving. I don't even drive in the snow. So once the snow go away, I'm moving. Pete may pick it up. Bring your mind down so quick with hers. Uh, just a quick turnaround, you know. I'm going to celebrate this on the plane. You know, got to get ready for the short line. You know, a quick turnaround. Like, Monday, that game up. Uh, key for that, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, every game is a point. So, we was 1-0 this week, trying to get 2-0 next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Problem. There we go. There is Shaq Lawson. So, he kind of had me there, Shaq, for a second. <laughs> he kind of had me there, Lawson, for a second. Um... You kind of had me giggle there for a little bit. I mean, wow. I mean, absolutely not. Would I have, I mean, I don't drive, but would I ever let somebody drive my car? Absolutely not. If I, if I, even if I needed it, absolutely not. All right, folks, we'll be back to wrap up this show with our look around. We'll do player of the game. And uh, yeah, that will wrap up our show here. We got a good one coming for you. Pre-game and post-game. Bills and the Lions. It's all coming up. Getting you set up for that game on Thanksgiving in Detroit. In the same area that the Bills just won today in on Sunday, November 20th, 2022. Which is the home away from home because of the snowstorm. So, I mean, wow. I mean, Shaq, you just had me, uh, I don't want to laugh here about the com the comment you made, but wow, I mean, I would absolutely not allow my neighbor to drive my car, especially if it was somebody I did not know. But uh, credit all to Bill's Mafia for going out there and helping out the Bills get to the game uh, in Detroit. We'll be back in just a moment to wrap up the show. Okay, people, take a break. Shut down for a half hour. Yes, we will take a break, and we'll be right back to the show with Scott McGregor. Post-game, pre-game, whatever you want to call it, we'll be right back. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out all over the map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit 
http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place, and that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Make on the ice and behind the benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host thomas mcgregor myself every tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform should there be any delays to its launch that's anchor.fm for early access on on the ice and behind the benches episodes before they hit your platform we are currently available on spotify and air episodes every tuesday We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join the, have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. It's time to get back to the action with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio.
Welcome back, everybody, to the final segment of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, the final segment of the Bills and Browns postgame show. It's our look ahead to what is coming up for the Bill, for the Bills and the Browns. But before we do that, who are the players of the game, you wonder? Well, for the Buffalo Bills, let's give it to Dawson Knox, seven receptions, 70 yards, seven. Seven targets, no TDs in this game for him, but that's okay. He looked pretty good to me. And for the Cleveland Browns, we are going to give it to Let's give it to Cream Hunt. Five five carries, thirty-two yards, six point four a carry six point six point four yards a carry on in rushing. Alright. What's coming up? Well, the Bills defeated the Browns, so now the Browns will turn their attention to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then they will turn their attention to the Houston Texans. And then the Cincinnati Bengals. Before they have a date with Lamar Jackson. For the Buffalo Bills, it's the Lions in Detroit where they win where they won the game today. The Lions are here on Thursday. It's a short week for the Bills. Followed by another short week for the for the Buffalo Bills as they play the Pats for the first time in New in New England on Thursday night on December the first. Then they play the Jets, looking for some revenge there on December 11th. And then it's Highmark Stadium, Miami versus Buffalo, week 15. That's what's coming up for the Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns. That And that's going to do it for this episode of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, the post-game show edition of the Browns and the Bills special post game show for sorry special post game and pre game show for the Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns sorry and sorry for the Buffalo Bills and the Detroit Lions coming up coming up on Friday on Thursday pre game will be getting ready before it actually airs on the television set at twelve thirty on CBS. But uh, for now, I want to remind you, as I've as I've now always done, and as Ali Musa, our co-host, always does on his podcast, that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. We will catch you on the other side. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, in in the United States. Happy holidays, everybody. I'm going to get out of here and catch up on the on the halftime show hopefully before it before it runs out uh for the CFL Grey Cup and we'll catch up on some Penguins and Blackhawks that game is currently underway 
And I believe they have probably hit the intermission by now. Yes, they are hitting the intermission by now. And currently the Penguins lead one to nothing. Also in in hockey action, it's the Columbus Blue Jackets looking to close the door on the Panthers. They now lead three to two. We'll see what happens if that holds up. It's 16 minutes to go in the third period over there in Columbus. Again, we're going to catch you on the other side. It's, this is Scott McGregor signing off. The feels are happening now. They're making it happen now. You've got the spirit. A lot of spirit, yeah. You've got the spirit. Just watch it happen now. Hey, hey. Thank you for tuning in to the post-game show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Before the puck drops, before they kick off, before hoops, we bring to you the pre-game show and the post-game show right afterwards. But thank you for tuning into this post-game show with your host, Scott McGregor. And speaking of whom, please visit the Facebook page of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, for news about upcoming episodes, including when they drop, and crossover episodes and where you can find those episodes as well. Thank you so much for joining us, and we, we will remind you that it is not goodbye, it is until next time.